This morning, I have Mr. William Hall with me of Hall Wealth Management Group. Welcome, William. Welcome to Law Talk. Welcome back, I should say. Yes, yes. Um, each morning, or each each Saturday, rather, um, Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell tries to empower you by bringing you professionals that know the law, know about finance, uh, to help you. Uh, because law is powerful and money is powerful. It impacts everything that you do. Uh, what you know about these things helps you, but what you don't know about the law and what you don't know about money can truly, truly hurt you. And unfortunately, we're in an environment right now where a lot of people are hurting and it could get worse. So I reached out to William Hall because he's been on the program before and I was really impressed with how good he is with helping people with practical, you know, this is what you need to do, this is what you don't need to do. It's not just, you know, up in the air. It's very particular. So stay tuned and listen in. Remember, though, this is for educational, informational only okay advice it does not create any kind of a uh, attorney client or a financial advisor client relationship okay this is strictly to empower you and to inform you so let me introduce mr hall he is a uh, um, he's graduate of hampton university I am. Yes. A Washingtonian, if I'm not mistaken. I've, I've lived here for at least 30 years. At least, yeah. 30 years of my life. And uh, he is, uh, he worked with Leg Mason in 1999, uh, and then in 2004, uh, or 2008. Well, t 2008 is when I started Hall Wealth Management Group, but in between there, I was at uh, UBS uh, Payne Weber. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, about 10 years in... Um, the brokerage world and okay. independent. Okay, very good. Now, you have a certified financial planning degree as well? Yes, certified financial planner. Okay, and that's, that means that he has received extraordinary training, uh, unusual, you know, additional training, I should say, from uh, many financial places, financial education that truly helps him to um, uh, know what he's talking about, okay? He's very good, and he's taken the extra uh, steps to do that. So we're having a few technical difficulties right now, but can, can you hear William say something now? I think you're okay. Testing one, two, is that better? Is that better, Douglas? No, okay, use this, this, use this mic right here, try this. Okay, try that one. Is this better? Yeah, there okay, you go. There we go. All right, okay. Oh, so y'all couldn't hear him. All right, sorry about that. Well, I didn't William say Hall again. Yet. Well, okay. <laughs> this is Mr. William Hall. He's with Hall Wealth Management Group. Uh, it is his own company that he started in 2008. Uh, before then, in 1999, he worked with Leg Mason uh, and then later with UBS, Payne Weber. UBS, Payne Weber, correct. Payne Weber. Uh, and uh, now he uh, counsels individuals. He has a certified financial planner degree, which is uh, a, 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 a degree, a special degree that not all financial advisors have, but it certainly takes a lot of work to get it. So I want to congratulate you on that. And you have several other licenses. 
Yeah, um, sort of your typical securities license, Series 7, 66, uh-huh. 24, branch manager license, things like that. that okay. Most of your listeners probably don't care about. Don't, okay. As long as I you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right, right. But many of them know what they are. So... I want you to talk today about what advice, and please go to my website, by the way, uh, because you'll see a picture of him, you'll see a link to his website, uh, and and that's lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com, and uh, we'll be able to really see um, uh, what he offers and how to get in touch with him. So, William, tell me, what do you recommend that people do during this government shutdown? Uh, I mean, there are a number of different things. I'd, I'd probably say to to most people, um, even though this is a tough situation, you know, try not to panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we don't make we typically don't make good decisions when we're you know emotionally charged or mm-hmm. um, you know there's a high level of anxiety. Um, you know, focus on. Uh, the solutions, you know, some ide- ideas we'll discuss today uh, instead of the problem that, you know, the government's shut down, you're not getting a paycheck. Um, I'm speaking from, you know, uh, personal experience. I have, right. I have someone in my household who works for the federal government who, who uh, starting last week, uh, was affected by this. So it's, uh, but you can't do anything about that, you know, so you have to kind of channel your energy to the solutions um, and then be proactive you know be proactive what, what do you mean as a practical matter about being proactive give my listeners some examples of what you mean by being proactive um, we as you can imagine in in the past uh, couple of weeks I've had conversations with a number of people who are um, you know talking about how bad it's making them feel and um, you know if I ask them a question well what is your credit card company or mortgage company doing, um, you know, they don't have an answer yet because they haven't picked up the phone and made a call. You know, can you so call your credit card company and ask questions? Absolutely. You can and you should. Um, okay. What do you recommend? What, what kind of organizations do you recommend people call? Uh, any and all. You know, anybody you owe money to, um, you know, utility companies, credit card companies, mortgage companies, really? car loan. Um, I would be surprised um, if you found a company that wasn't making, um, you know, some sort of arrangement or, or accommodation. And and the most important, I mean, even uh, before the shutdown, if you know, my advice to people who are in financial trouble is pick up the phone and call them first. If a, if a creditor calls you, uh, you know, you're on your heels and, and, yeah, you're and they sort of the have, the, have the leverage. Yeah. If you call them and let them know that, Hey, this is what's, um, you know, on the horizon for me, most uh, reasonable companies appreciate that. So, so your first advice is I, I, you know, I'm very practical. Make a list of everybody that you owe. Right. And call them. Right. Make a list of everybody you owe, but also, um, and I preach this all the time, you should uh, already have an inventory of what your expenses are. You know, okay. so, you know, whether you're somebody who's extremely organized and you keep a spreadsheet or whether you need to do this this morning, mm-hmm. uh, you should on a legal pad or notepad have a list of, okay, Verizon, $150, mm-hmm. Pepco, this, you know, mm-hmm. you go down the list of, of all list. the things you owe because, you know, part of the process uh, after you get in, you know, an inventory of your expenses, uh, the contact the people you owe is sort of to prioritize, um, you know, as you, as you develop a plan on who you're going to pay, when you're going to pay and that sort of thing. Okay. So first make a list of all your creditors and how much you owe them. 
Correct. Call them if you are, well, at any time you're in financial difficulty, but particularly if you are part of the people who are not just not receiving a paycheck, but I've been hearing on the radio about uh, companies like restaurants and places that are not giving people the hours that they would normally get because they don't have the business that that they normally would have. So it's impacting a lot of people who are not in the federal government. Correct. Okay. So, so you're saying make the list, call everybody and tell them this is my situation. Correct. Okay. And it, see what kind of accommodations are they, are they making? Correct. And I'll, ju- I'll give you a few examples of, of accommodations that I'm aware of. I don't know if you have, you have time before the commercial, but yeah, we're uh, about to go to commercial, okay, but, but right. tell, 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 okay, let's go to commercial. And then when we come back, okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm learning. Uh, uh, give give one example, William, of one that you you know of personally. Tell tell us about it. So I'm I'm somebody who um, uh, you know uses credit uses credit cards and contacted a, a credit card company and they're doing a 60 day deferral. Oh really? So if you have payments that are due uh, on January 15th or February uh-huh. 1st, they're bumping that. Two out months to down, two months down, down the, road. the road, and they and they because you called, they that that accommodation was made. They they had already decided to do that. Yeah, but most of them are are reaching out. I mean, I've seen ads uh, uh-huh. on TV. Whether you have whether you have an ad or not, you can call them. Absolutely. Okay, and you should call them. Right. Okay, William, you were starting to tell us about actions that should be done uh, at this time. <laughs> Yeah, so I was just I was giving examples of um, accommodations that the different institutions um, make. There have you know most utility companies are um, you know allowing you uh, some grace. Uh, really, Pepco and really yeah. Okay. And, and with all these things, I think I encourage people to call because they will. Their position is it's on a case by case basis. But I can tell you just. On stories I've heard, calls I've made, mm-hmm. um, you know, checking on things that I have not run into a situation where a company did not make an, an accommodation. And that could be anything from a uh, 30-day deferral is probably the shortest time period. I've had um, people say they got three months deferral. And by deferral, I mean uh, they're not expecting a payment. They're not reporting to a credit bureau, so there's not oh, going to be important. a 30 yeah. day or 60 day late. There's not going to be interest charges or late charges. So you you're essentially getting a free ride, um, you know, just for calling uh-huh. and asking. But you have but you to have call. to call. Yeah, you yes. have to and call. S- and some companies will ask for verification. You know, they may uh, whether it's you and it doesn't. By the, by the way, it doesn't have to be the primary account owner in in, in most situations. So if, oh, really? if you're the person. Um, who has the account, the credit card account, but your spouse is the federal employee, then okay. they, they usually consider that um, sufficient you know, to give you a deferral and Correct. so on. Yeah. And I mentioned, and you had mentioned to me on the phone about schools. Yep. You owe so tuition, privates, private schools. Yep. It's that that's included in people that you owe money. So pick up the phone and call. Uh, okay. I am aware of situations where, um, you know, schools where if, if someone's on a payment plan, uh, they will, 
you know, just like the um, the credit card companies, they'll defer that payment and put it on the back end of whatever your payment plan. So uh-huh. you were supposed to pay in January, they'll knock it on, you know, back to April or, oh, that's excellent. or something like that. That's good information. If you have questions, call in 1-800-450-7876. We're talking with Mr. William Hall. What else do you, you uh, recommend uh, to people in terms of now they've made their list of expenses, they make their calls, what else should they be doing? Uh, the other thing you need, need to make a list of are your resources. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got X amount of dollars a month that you need to survive. Uh, and by the way, you know, I think part of that process is uh, whether you take a highlighter or, or an, uh, you put an asterisk, you need to differ- differentiate between necessities and wants. And necessities should be in bold letters, underlined, um, because if this lasts for three months or mm-hmm. a year, you need to brace yourself for that. If you prepare for the shutdown to end in two weeks or today uh, mm-hmm. when the president makes his announcement and that's all you've prepared for and it lasts for three, six, seven months, then you're going to be in trouble. Be so, in trouble. so prepare right. for the long haul. Um, get mm-hmm. as lean as you can in terms of how you define necessities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you have that number, also know what your resources are. So checking in savings accounts. How much money do you have under the mattress? How much money do you have investments or retirement accounts? Access to credit, credit lines, credit cards, things like that. Talk to me a little bit about credit lines. Uh, you had an interesting view of that when we talked yesterday. A lot of people will say don't use your credit, but what do you say? Well, I think you have to, um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're differentiating between what you need cash for you know, there, there's certain things that you can do on credit. You mm-hmm. know, if you go to the grocery store, you can buy groceries with a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're, you know, in the middle of I have a client who's in the middle of a home renovation, mm-hmm. well, the contractor isn't going to take a credit card. Right. So if right. they if they are if they're making a decision that that's on their necessity that's list necessity and they list. need to finish the bathroom, mm-hmm. they're going to have to use cash to pay that person. So you, you need to, um, be a re- be realistic about it, especially because credit card companies or most of them are giving you, uh, that grace period. And that's without stopping charging privileges and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, why not access something, um, you know, to, to sort of hoard your to cash. To hoard you over. Okay. Uh, we've got a caller on the line. Uh, Sam from Washington, D.C. You're yeah. on the line. Yes. Hello, Attorney Mitchell. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Very uh, good. How can we help you? Well, I'm glad that you got the gentleman on the air because so far I have been doing everything that that he, you know, is talking about. Uh-huh. And it, so far it has worked for me because I didn't get my pension check for December 30th. Oh, my. Oh and my. I kind of yeah. my creditors always keep a list of everything. And right. what this gentleman is talking about now, I know it's a case-by-case, but so far it has helped me praise the Lord. Oh, that is wonderful. I'm so glad you called in to say that because it's, it's important for other people listening to understand this is for real. This is, is for real. I mean, yeah. I've never really gone through this before, but mm-hmm. this is my first time. Uh-huh. And by watching the news, I can understand because I'm, see, I'm in a better situation than most people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a scary, I mean, it's so scary. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he's right. He's trying not to panic. I always try to, you know, take it to the Lord. Yeah, so you got to do that too, it. but you got to do some practical things that, that we're it. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Far, I have done just about everything, and it has so far worked for me. 
Very good. Very okay. good. Well, thank you, and thank you for calling in. Thank All you for right, calling in. Keep up the, the good work. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir. Thank Bye-bye. you very much. Have a good day. And, um, and I'm glad that was a, a positive story, but the, the thing I'd encourage your listeners, the worst thing that can happen to you if you call and ask for an accommodation is they say no. Yeah, and and, and you have the same due date the that same you had situation. before, so, yeah. so there is no then, downside right. to reaching out. Right. I want to go back to the credit line because what you told me when we were talking about this, I thought was really good. That that remember two thousand eight, and especially if you're in business, and you've got a credit line that maybe you have not used or you haven't been using, that banks will start to pull that credit line. So you may want to take some money out well, they, they tide may, you over. They, they may, may or they may, may not. not. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I don't liken this to, to 2008 in terms of the, the economic crisis, uh, but it is, you know, for, the, you know, for those of us who, who remember and may have been in this situation, there were definitely stories where people – uh, we're spending cash, spending you know money that's in checking and savings, mm-hmm. and they were depending on that credit uh, line, credit card yeah. limit, or a home equity line to do whatever, pay mm-hmm. for pay for college, college. tuition, yeah, and yeah, uh, and then they woke up the next morning with an email or a letter saying your credit line has been closed, and that's right. a decision that somebody else has made. Um, you know, I always try to avoid you know putting myself in a position where someone who doesn't necessarily care about my well-being mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. affect me in a negative way. And it's not, you know, to, to a, a credit card company or bank, it's business. It's business, uh, right, right, know, right, so. right, right. That's important. That's important. You're listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. This is a good time to call in if you have questions. Mr. William Hall is here. Give us a call at 1-800-450-7876. What else do you recommend? This well, and just the other thing that I would just to put, uh, I guess, plant the seed when people are, are trying to think about resources. You know, I talked about checking account, uh, investment accounts, and I would divide investment accounts, you know, non-retirement versus retirement because there are consequences and, and, and more difficulty putting money back if it's coming from a retirement account. But also think about um, assets that are disposable. The, you know, the the old car that's been sitting in the garage, yes, the yes. stereo system that you don't use, you know, whatever. So there are other things that um, as we lighten turn our into load cash. that you can turn into cash. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. You know, so there, so think a little bit outside the box, um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to, uh, you know, raise money to survive. Raise money. Okay. And then needs versus wants. Talk to us a little bit about those needs. Were, how how do, how would you define that? And then we have to go to break. Yeah, that's that's a tough one because it's it's different from it's different even in my own household. Uh, the the two adults in my household don't agree on what needs and, and wants are. <laughs> I can so, guess who that um, might be. Yes. You know, so uh-huh. so I, I would say you have to eat to live. Yeah. Uh, you need shelter. Uh huh. And then after that, you know. It's it can Everything be want. Else is a it want. can be want with a small that new w poc- or a big. That new pocketbook is a want. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like I said, it's it's up to it's up it's to up discretion to the of the household. But but if you if you I think if you make that list and you know how much money you need and you say if you divide what you have by, um, you know what you're going to need to survive each month. And most people live check to check, so uh-huh. you have to make a decision. You have to make some today, decisions today. Uh, you know to try and prioritize do. and figure out what you can and cannot go without. Mr. Hall, tell us again about what other things can people do. What would you recommend uh, 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 that they do? You know. 
it's emotion it's emotional it's scary it's you know you got to think short term and long term what what other things do you recommend that people do um, well in, in this sort of situation there are kind of two ways to to deal with stuff you can cut expenses so we were talking about you know taking inventory expenses or you can generate other sources of income okay. uh, and I would encourage people not to wait until your last dollar is spent before you start thinking about that. Good point. Uh, whether it's, you know, driving for Uber or taking a part-time retail position or, you know, putting job applications out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need to be doing something that's proactively, you know, figuring out how to, you know, burn the candle at both ends, if you will. If you can cut expenses and you can find New sources a way to generate of income. income, you know, you that's extend excellent. your... Um, uh, your survival, your survival skills. You know, I lived in the Caribbean for years, and one of the jokes about Caribbean people is that they always had two or three jobs. <laughs> you know, that, that they had a regular job, and then they had two or three other jobs. And and I know women that used to make cakes. They cook for people. You know, men would taxi drive. They had a government job, but they were taxi drivers, or they did construction, or they did all kinds of other things. Sewing, that used to right. be something that women did a lot. But just look for other sources of income. And it doesn't have to be a, a large source of income. If you right. can make $50 a day, that could cover food for the day. That's I mean, true. when you think about, you know, how much it costs per meal, per person, and I'm not talking about dining out, but, you know, buying groceries and, and sort of rationing, um, you know, if you make Thirty, forty, fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize till I was grown that my mother's favorite meal was spaghetti with butter and salt and pepper. Yeah, I, I like your when mother. I was grown. Yeah. I, I then I realized that's one of the cheapest meals you could possibly have. You know, no meat. We don't even like meat without spaghetti. Yeah, somewhere you know? somewhere in my house, people are laughing right now. Oh, Actually, really? My, my daughter's Your daughter's over there. <laughs> she's shaking her head. <laughs> very good, very good. What other things should should people do? Like like uh, I know it's hard. It's it's a come down emotionally. It can be for some people. Is there an issue of not being embarrassed? Or what are the kinds of things that you should you would encourage people yeah, to do? Yeah, you should absolutely not be embarrassed. I mean, this this you know I commend you for what you're doing in terms of opening up the dialogue, but people should have this dialogue in their homes, in their communities with coworkers, um, you know, share ideas, share resources. Um, if you are, you know, if you are a federal employee who is still uh, going to work but not getting paid, you know, uh, figuring out whether carpooling, you know, cooking, you know, uh, uh, whatever you can do to share mm-hmm. resources, every penny you save is, is ideal. Is and ideal. for those who aren't, um, you know, going to work, sort of think of that as a way, whether it's gas money, train money, parking, mm-hmm. the lunch you were buying, that's money that you were spending uh, that you now can allocate to something else. So try and look for, uh, I guess, the silver lining and and. And how to get through it redistributing right um, right and call us and let us know what you're doing out there what your thoughts are call in to 1-800-450-7876 and i i mr hall give us your telephone number for your office as well please and your website sure uh, office number is 703-522-4255 and okay. the website is hall wm for hall wealth management 
Uh, com. com. Okay. So, uh, like I said before, call us and let us know what you're doing. 1-800-450-7876 or what your, your experience has been. You talked about uh, making some decisions about what debts you have and what debts to pay right now and maybe hold back on. How can you, what advice do you give in terms of prior, prioritizing them? Uh, well, so on the front end, there's the conversation we were having about needs and wants. Uh, but let's say you have two things that you've determined are a need. Uh, mm-hmm. You need a car for transportation to get to um, whatever, right. kids to school, mm-hmm. daycare, that sort of thing. Uh, but you also need to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and again, this is a case-by-case basis, but there's certain... Um, institutions or creditors that report, you know, assuming that you can't get these accommodations that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. uh, they report to your credit bureau when you're delinquent, 30 days late, 60 days late. But then there are other bills and utility companies are usually uh, a little bit more generous or cell phone companies Mm -hmm. where they're not reporting Mm -hmm. as frequently. So Mm -hmm. if you have to survive... 60 days, the other thing that we're trying to do is get you through this period without doing something that has some negative effect long-term. Long-term, And if you start getting dings to your credit report, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this shutout may last a month or two, but, you know, when you're trying to refinance or do something two years from now, they're Mm -hmm. going back and pointing to this blemish on your credit report. So, you know, be mindful of um, the reporting, the credit bureau reporting practices of your creditors, yeah. right, 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 and then when you're when you're looking into pulling resources from your retirement account, your checking account, your investment accounts, are there are there particular things that you would recommend to consider? Yeah, so the, the order I would do that in is you know checking and savings first, um, investments second, because investments typically have. Uh, or not typically, but sometimes have a cost, whether it's a commission or fee to do a trade and mm-hmm. uh, and get the money. Delivered and then retirement it. accounts uh, would be last of the of the of Why those. Is that? Why is that? Uh, well, for those who are not fifty nine and a half, you're subject to taxes and penalties, ten uh, percent penalty for being under the age of, uh, or normal retirement age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even for those who are above that age, you're still for most retirement money, unless it's a, a Roth account, uh, you're going to have to pay taxes. Now, you do have some, there are certain 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 circumstances, can't speak this morning, um, like a rollover provision where in some accounts, if you withdraw, you have 60 days to put that money to back, put it back. That's as right. if it didn't happen. Uh-huh. You know, but those are, you know, in that order, kind of last resorts, because if... Again, if this thing lasts longer than we think and you put it back after that, again, you have those tax and penalty consequences. But it's something, again, when you're when you're surviving, it's something to consider. And at the end of the day, you may determine that it's worth, uh, you know, staying in your home, putting food on the plate or whatever it is. So checking in savings first. Then investments, if you have to go there, um, because it's going to cost you to get to your money. It's going to cost you something in terms of commissions, what it costs to liquidate the investments. And we're talking about liquid investments, of right. course. And and lastly, if you just have to, uh, retirement money, because that's going to be additional income that you have to report on unless you're over 51, 59 and a half. And even then you have to report on it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, for normal taxes. So there's right, not the additional right. penalty. That's, that's right. If, it, if, 
and kind of a simple way of saying is is try to access money that doesn't create additional cost. Right. So things that that don't cost you to access, whether it's taxes, penalties, or charges, uh, and that's why a checking account is the easiest. You can walk right. in the bank, you know, or swipe a de- debit card. You need ten dollars. You can put the ten dollars back tomorrow if you get it. Okay. Um, those are things aren't as aren't as straightforward. Aren't as straightforward. Okay. Um, I think it's worthwhile to to realize that this could go on a lot longer than we anticipate. Um, uh, I know we have to go to break in a moment, but you know it's it's scary to think that the person in charge of this doing this did bankrupt four other of his own companies. You know, and that and that's scary because and has resulted in a lot of other people losing money, contractors that were not paid. And so there is not the impetus to resolve this that you would normally see from someone who is hurting or much more empathetic to the fact that people are hurting. And so we have to be realistic. What what do you what else do you want people to know? And I'd like you to share what you just finished saying, too, about the lack of a parent's sense of urgency. I thought that was an excellent point, actually. Well, I, ju- I just think, I guess, the human element of, of it is that, you know, this is a, well, whatever the number is, if it's 800,000 people or that, that are being directly impacted, it's a small fraction uh, of the country. You know, so, mm-hmm. so the people who are being devastated are the people who were getting direct deposit 30 days ago mm-hmm. and now have zero. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's important to, you know, communicate to people, um, uh, congressmen, senators who are still getting paid or yeah. uh, private sector people who are Lots still getting too. paid. Mm-hmm. Um, although there will be a ripple effect financially, they have money, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a, um, and that's why I think it's important to, you know, get uh, in the talk. political process. Well, definitely get in the yeah. political process, uh, make your voice uh, heard mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's, uh, it's just unimaginable that, that someone can, or a group or a government uh, can just sort of stop your livelihood. Yeah. Uh, like that. A drop of a dime. Right. Right. What, 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 Overall, basic advice do you have for people, though, who are in this situation? How can they get through and how can they survive in the best way possible overall? What kind of advice do you have Yeah, I, in I addition just, to what you've already said? Yeah, I, I think the stuff we've already talked about is, you know, there's enough meat there that mm-hmm. will occupy somebody emotionally uh, and will consume enough time you know, probably for the next week uh, in terms of, you know, taking inventory proactively, whether you're putting in job applications or, you know, driving for Uber or, you know, having conversations with family and neighbors, there is, uh, you know, part of getting a plan together is getting good information, Mm -hmm. you know, getting real Mm -hmm. information. Don't, don't go by what I'm saying. Don't go by uh, what you heard. You need to find out in your particular situation, your creditors, your, um, the people you owe money, Mm -hmm. um, what are they willing to do for you? Okay. Uh, and, and until you have accurate information, you can't put together a plan of attack. Real plan. So make a list of all everybody you owe money to. Call them 
and ask for accommodations, explain the situation, even if it's not you individually, but someone in your household that is, is impacted by this, most creditors have, at least in your experience, will accommodate because that's a second um, salary that you're not getting that your household was dependent upon right so so don't be afraid to call don't be embarrassed to call no. uh, and and then once you find out what what they will do make notes of all this stuff okay so when you do go back to work which presumably will happen at some point and if you're a government uh, uh, person at least you will get paid your back pay you will have a record of what you owe and you can go out and pay it off and you you've survived right and if you've got you know if you've got five hundred dollars and someone tells you no we won't accommodate you you need to pay us by february 1st and someone else says no you can pay us in march 1st mm -hmm. it's less of a dilemma because you know i don't have an option with you know creditor number one mm -hmm. so that moves up the chain on the you know priority right uh, right scale, you know how so. to deal with that yeah yes and then um be careful about where you take your money from you know, checking versus save, checking and savings first, investments, and then last, very last resort in retirement money. Oh, correct. Be correct. Okay. And then don't be afraid. We, we had started to talk about looking at places and institutions that are making accommodations. I've, yeah, yeah I, I, I've heard on the radio that people are giving out uh, free meals. Uh, don't be embarrassed to take advantage of that. Yeah, there was, uh, when I was uh, leaving the house this morning, um, NBC4 published uh, a number of places. Um, I think Mount Moriah Baptist Church uh, in, in Northeast, uh, St. John's Episcopal Church in Beltsville, First Baptist in Landover, Macedonia in Arlington. So there, there are a number of institutions that are providing food baskets. Um, uh, I can't remember the chef's name, but there, who has a restaurant, he's given uh, has been given free meals to federal employees. Okay. Uh, so if you think about, um, again, I'm, I I got a family of five, so at a minimum, it cost me forty or fifty dollars. You got teenagers you know, too, and they teenagers. eat like yeah. Lord. Have but mercy. I but I starve mm -hmm. them occasionally. Uh, uh. <laughs> but 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 if you can, you know, get one or two you free know, meals, free yeah. Meals, that yeah, again, it extends the, the life of the plan. Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. And eat spaghetti. With and eat spaghetti, right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when my son was growing, it was just amazing to me how much he could eat. It was just like, oh, my God. And he was truly hungry. He, it, was, it wasn't a joke. He could eat a huge meal and then come back five minutes later and eat some more that's just the way it is so you know you got to get through it you got to get through it yeah. please give out your phone number and your website the name of your company please because you've given us some real good practical advice and yeah. i really appreciate it the website again is uh, www.hallwm.com that's hall wealth management www.hallwm.com and phone number 703-522-4255 you've been listening to law talk with ethel mitchell where each week we try to bring you practical information about law about money that will empower you with ideas of how to live better how to do better how to do how to do well as much as possible um, we bring you information uh, whether it is explaining the law uh, talking about money like we did today uh, so that you are able to get through uh, 
uh, with even the most difficult situations uh, in, in the best way that, that you can, or at least in a better way. Uh, please do make sure that you tune in next week where we'll do our best to talk uh, and bring you more guests with good, practical, down-to-earth information. Uh, if you do need to have your will, your power of attorney, your medical directive done, or assistance with clearing your title uh, by going through looking at probate, uh, looking at your deeds, helping you prepare trusts, helping you fund your trust, and so forth, give us a call at Wills and Trusts, LLC, 240-638-2828, 240-638-2828, and please feel free to go to my website, uh, lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com, where there's a lot of good information there, as well as <coughs> willsandtrusts.net. Uh, I wish everybody a good week. I hope that the information that you have heard here today, you can put it to good use. Um, in general, it is wise to prepare for the unthinkable or the unexpected. Bill, I know that you, you've said to me that you, how long, a, how long uh, a period of savings do you usually advise people to have? Well, I give people a lofty goal of, of 12 months of expenses. Um, mm -hmm. You may or may not ever hit it because that's a, I mean, it's a very lofty goal, mm -hmm. but uh, it's times like this that make you, or Glad 2008, you, you know, that make you uh, happy about that. So I encourage people not to just save for things that you want, like a new yeah, car save to spend. or that handbag. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, but save for things that you don't want, you know, losing a job, health care issues, um, Mm -hmm. You know, because you can't uh, you can't predict those things. So those are probably the more important. Uh, so what you're saying is is make the list of those necessities, <laughs> add them all up, put a little cushion on them, and then multiply it by twelve. Yep. And try to have that amount in a uh, some kind of a savings investment, li fairly liquid uh, account that is accessible to you without right. penalty so that you can get through these things much more easily. Yeah, liquid, you know, accessible within seven days without it being a painful cost to yeah. access. So yeah. it doesn't have to be sitting in a checking account, but you want to be able to access it. Access it if you need to as, as these things are, as we look right now, if you have to. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having as me. As always. And I'll do my best to get this posted on the website so that people can go back in and listen in case you missed it. Yeah.